This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here of Love, Growth, and Freedom with Adrian Duarte. Let's change it up. You know what? I am so happy again that you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for spending your time here with me. And we've been talking about so many wonderful things in the past few episodes about detours in our lives, working on our off seasons, and manifesting the dream life that we have. And finally, to this moment on where we apply everything that we get to learn and all those is that building my habits in my dream life. Why are habits so important? So in this episode, we'll be talking about having the, the set of habits, routines, and things that are going to help us with the unpredictability of life and so many different situations that would require us to keep growing and learning. Because again, I've been telling you in the past episode that you know life will always force you to grow and it will always be uncomfortable. Growth is meant to be uncomfortable. But if you have these habits, you know, in this episode, we talked about how building habits will be helping us to be resilient and adjust and change or adjust to change easier than we used to. So at this point on, we'll be having these habits and routines that we can go back to when things in life get crazy for us, you know. I know that it's a bit weird to talk about like having routines and habits because people think it's boring, you know. People think it's uh this over and over again. But the thing here is if you have a habit and a routine that you go back to every time that you deviate from it or if you when I say deviate if you go away or if you don't go as planned, you know how to come back and recenter yourself because you have a cycle that you attend to. You have a cycle that you work on and it's a beautiful thing. Honestly, what I like about having having habits and what I like about being able to have a routine is that I feel freer and maybe it's not the same for everybody, but having a routine that I go back to, it makes me feel free and more in control of the decisions and the actions that I make. Because if I say, I don't want to be irresponsible on the weekend and on Monday, I'm going back to my normal programming, having a system that works for me and creates a very good piece of well-oiled working machine. Well, I'm happy with that because I get to choose when I'll actually be having so much fun. So I work hard, play harder, and that kind of thing. So let's start talking about how we can build habits, you know? I'm a believer of the small habits you build make your life. That if you are to be trusted and responsible for the little things, you're capable of the bigger things. You know, the thing when I talk about small habits build your life is that when you create a life that you have, when you build habits, when you try to change habits in your life because you want to change them for the better and for the good, you get to build all these little habits that will turn into a lifestyle. Your habit becomes a lifestyle and your lifestyle becomes the life that you live. So the reason why small habits make your life is that all the things that you do now intentionally, all the things that you add up into your routine make up how you're going to live your life in the future and how you plan to live it. 
there are people, that's why there are resolutions. That's why there are things that you want to change. There are things that you want to keep working on. And if you are very aware of the things that you have to work on with yourself, you will always seek to better yourself. You'll always seek to become a better person each and every day with the habits that you want to have in your life. And if you have habits put in place in a system or routine and protocols that you have, it's easier for you to manage really so many things that can cause you stress and anxiety. It's easier for you to just say, okay, I'm feeling this today and I'm going to work on this. How do I work on this? What are the things that I know about myself when I deal with loneliness? What do I do about the things that I feel when I feel like an imposter? What are these things? And what are the habits that I can counter or develop to counter this? For example, here's what what an example that I use when I feel like this. When I feel lonely, um, my habit that I built is to actually sit down with my lonely, to notice it, to write about it, to admit how I feel lonely and sad. Before, I don't usually do this. Before, I'd go out and hang out with friends and say, oh my goodness, and not say anything about how I felt, but will use or do something that would probably regret in the future because it wasn't something that I wanted to do for myself. So it's just when I know and when I had protocols and habits in place, I'm able to go back to those whenever it gets rocky in my life. And for example, um, on every weekend, here's how I do it. Um, whenever it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's the weekend for me. After 2 o'clock, after my work hours, then I go out and skate and I don't really mind whatever it is, the responsibilities that I have. But then when it comes back to Sunday, since I have a system, since I have something that I look forward to, to fixing, a system that works for me, on Sunday, I get to fix up my life and even catch up on some journaling, on entries, because on weekend, I allow myself to be irresponsible. I allow myself to just say, all right, let go of things. Just enjoy your weekend because you deserve this weekend. And it's been working well for me because I've developed a habit that I really keep myself intact and check and work my ass off until Wednesday and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is just minimal work for me. You know what I mean? So it is. it really is dependent or depending on a lot of us. It really depends on people. But if you have this habit, you, became, you are able to create a life you know, that is focused on the things that you want and enjoy and the habits you actually want to build. And most of the time, the habits that we choose to build are always something that is for our betterment. For sure, I believe that when we want to make resolutions and change for the better, we start with habits. You know, we want to work out more. We want to eat more. And the fact that you want to do it, it means that you are in the right path or in the spirit of growth. So making these a habit makes it easier for us to tell us and rewire our brains to say, let's do this. You know, one of the best habits that I developed recently also is that when you can do something in less than a minute, do it already. For example, put your clothes in the closet, fold your clothes, or if you can do it in less than 30 minutes, do it already so you can chop it off your to-do list. The more that I think about that and the more that I thought about that analogy, it was easier for me to develop that habit and do it over and over again without even feeling the sense of, ah, it's so nakakatamad or something. It's something such a drag to do. So, you know, habits really pull you to a direction that would make life easier for you because it becomes 
like a mindless thing, you know, it becomes a part of you. And when it becomes a part of you, it's easier to do without even being so mentally exhausted and prepared to do so. So habits are directly related to longevity. Longevity means it lasts longer than it, you know, you think. And habits will keep you running for a longer period of time. Running the marathon of life rather than sprinting it and losing the will to live halfway, your habits will help recenter you. So the importance of habit, again, is this thing that you go back to over and over again when you think that life is getting messy. And a lot of us, we move so fast in our lives. We keep running and chasing so many things from one thing to another without actually realizing how are you are how are we living our lives down to the minimum or down to the minute of it? How do you live it? Do you live it from one day to another or a week after a week or after a week after another? Those are the things that you have to think about when you're living your life because people nowadays just really live their lives waiting for a dream to come true or always waiting for the next big thing. You know, they don't really get to enjoy the moment that they have right now. They don't get to really enjoy the now because they're so far ahead looking into that future and really not giving a crap about what is going on in front of them. And when you look at it, sometimes the things that we put off, the things that we say, ah, we'll do this tomorrow, we'll do this next time, this doesn't matter to me now or this doesn't matter to the bigger dream that I have. Yeah, it doesn't matter then or there, but it might matter now. At this moment, these people around you might matter now. It, they actually matter now rather than they matter in the end. Okay, so one of the things that work on that or the things that we have to work on that is, you know, that it really helps you to deal with this because it centers you and it puts you in the middle again to realize that maybe we shouldn't run too fast. Maybe we shouldn't live our lives always chasing the next big thing because our laters may become never. And that's one thing that you have to keep in mind. And habits really do allow you to check on yourself and how you live your life minute by minute, hour by hour, because we make time run so fast. And there's a saying in this book that I've been reading, Happiness Project, that days are long, but the years are short. We'll look at our lives and our years have gone by and without us enjoying really fully the minute of the lives that we live, the hours that we've spent and you've spent it so much building one dream and at the end of the day, you might have lost people, might have lost so many things along the way just because we were so caught up in that dream that we think that we have to achieve alone but we don't really, you know? So there are so many things that talks about that and so let's answer, right? Why did I start changing my habits? Was I bad? Was I someone who wasn't doing what I meant to be? Now, I love my life. I want to say that. I make sure I live the most out of it, but I knew I could do more and be more. There are things that I literally was choosing over and I had to think if my willpower can do something to improve it and grow stronger than me enjoying my comfort. I wanted to live up to how my life is beautiful by making myself worthy of the life I'm living and choose to create for me. 
And I decided, you know, I I have good habits. I have got good and I've gotten good habits over the years. I've had bad ones and I've been learning to unlearn them and I've been trying to learn new habits that will make me a better person and all that. It's a lifelong process, I guess. Improving yourself and developing new habits and relearning and unlearning so many things is a part of it. But the thing here is, the reason why I wanted to do this is because I want to live up to the life that I have. I just don't want to live my life aimlessly and think about the future without even admiring and acknowledging my present and where it's going for me so those are the things that you kind of like think about when you start making habits and changing the way that you do things because there are things that you do not good maybe and you can do better you know like here are examples when it came to that um when i react to bad things a habit of mine would be to scream shout make tantrums and whatever i'll be upset and i'll let you know but now I know the develop I developed this habit where I breathe in and out and really just try to think of a nice response without aggravating the other person. It's somehow like that. So I've been learning that and I've been developing that and it's been very, very helpful. And I didn't have to do that. You know, I could have just said, Oh, well, that was me and that's how I am. But it's in my best interest that I change it because I wanna be better. I wanna be able to live up to the life that I have. I wanna be able to become someone that I'm proud of at the end of the day and, you know, not hurt anyone. So we'll discuss about the application of how do we start developing our habits. I, I had, it, This is so fun because I get to share with you, like, the intimate details of my life when it came to changing. So I'll share some habits that I tried changing so that you can see how it managed to manifest in my life. It's not always... Because people see the rainbows and butterflies of my life. People see the the good, the bad. Or they always say that, oh, he's always been good. He's always been that. Nope, I haven't. I'm not good. <laughs> so uh, again, let's talk about this. So in my family, I usually am known as the hothead. So I always get upset with little things, little changes. Like, for example, if I had my day set on my own, people had to adjust around it. Or if not, I'll actually make a big, you know, a sassy remark or whatever, I'll be that person. But then now, recently I've noticed that I'm calmer. I'm not getting upset with little changes. I just say, yes, okay, I'll do it. And the, most of the time when people tell me to adjust or whatever, I, I'll try to adjust, calm myself down and adjust to it. But there are times where my energy isn't as high to manage these things and I still, you know, I still manage to blow off my steam or blow off, but I've been doing so well in dealing with these kinds of situations and I'm so proud of it because I've developed habits like breathing in and out, thinking twice, and really just not reacting as fast as I used to because now I have so much more reason to calm myself down, so much more peace in my head that, wait, this isn't the old me anymore. This is the new me. This is a more a person that tries to be happier, calmer, more peaceful. And there are also times like this. Um, I never used to say sorry when I make mistakes like and at home. And I would say, why are you doing this? Or I'd be, I'd be a bitch. And then there's this one time at home, my sister and my dad were fighting. And we were, they were like really arguing because my dad woke up in a bad side of the bed. And then... Um, 
he went down and I was the last person to wash the dishes that night. So I kind of like left the mess and then he saw it and he was upset and he kept badgering my sister about it. He was so upset. He was really making tantrums and all. And my sister was the on the receiving end of those tantrums and she got upset and she kind of like said some remarks and all and they all got upset and then he went up our room and he screamed at us and made us go down and helped out whatever 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 and he was got he was so mad and i was like oh i'm sorry it was my fault and not you know before though before me wouldn't even apologize for the things that i've left in the sink or on the sink but yeah so what I did was, okay, wait, since I know how to apologize now, I know how to say what I feel, and I've been working on it so much for the past year, I went up to him in the room, even if I was scared because he was upset, and I, I knew that he would probably blow off on me, and I was like, okay, hey, Dad, I'm the one who washed dishes last night. I'm so sorry. And then he was, he was just like, oh, okay. He was okay there. So, you know, there are people who wouldn't understand the things that you're trying to work on with yourself. And there are people who are having troubles with their own self and the things that they're going through. And if you're someone ahead, if you're someone who feels so much kinder and peaceful and whatever, I think it's really nice of you to take the first step. And that was one of those days that I felt really powerful and really like, wow, there are big changes that happened in my life with the small habits that I've been developing by being honest with my feelings and honest with so many things and that really helped. So that's it. Like those are the reasons why you have to change your habits. Like those are the reasons that kind of like make everything a little better for you. Just a little. Just maybe a tad a step forward to a better life that you've envisioned for yourself. Identify so let's start with changing your habits, right? The first thing you do is you identify all your goals, both personal and work. Any goal that you have, identify it. Um, and also categorize it with short-term, long-term, and you can add up to the reasons why you want this. You know, like, check it out. What are your reasons for this? Why do you want to make this a goal or why do you want to make this a habit? And at the end of the day, when you check it out, you would see that these were all in good faith and these were all in a good idea or in good intention because you really want to better yourself in that areas of your life. And it's wonderful. And when you identify it, both personal and work, and you're wise, you really get motivated to push through it. And you'll really find that drive to say, wait, I'll do it. And as we go through that, you also have to see what habits you have to change in order for you to achieve those goals of yours. So once you have your goals in personal work and your whys, you identify the habits and also why. So make sure the habits that you want to change are smart. You know, they are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So you, you, these are things that you kind of have to know that you can work on it, you can track it, you can see how it goes. And most of the time when you talk about personal goals and personal habits you have to change, it's still measurable in a sense where you can compare it to how you reacted in the past and how you would think about it. It's really a lot of time or taking time to think about how you thought before. It's called metacognosis. It's thinking about how you think is a very 
powerful process in this that you really have to dig deep and allow yourself to be conscious enough to think about what you're trying to say and what your old person or pers- persona would say in that certain situation. So what you once you've identified these habits, now take control over your habits. Your brain can't tell the differences between bad and good habits. So the habits that you have, your brain won't tell you the good and bad habits until you really like get into it and understand what makes it or in a way that what causes or what are the results of these habits. So check it out. Take control of your habits, right? Um, Make sure that you are taking little steps in doing so. You, You tell me or you write down the house. Can you make these habits? How can you make it stick? How can you work on it? How can you keep going at it? Because these habits... Um, are hard to identify because sometimes some habits that we used to do are something that we think was right or was good for us, but it wasn't at all at any point in our lives. But because we were so used to it, we thought it was good. So those are the things that you kind of have to understand when it comes about taking control over your habits. List them down, make sure it's smart, and understand what these habits bring and the results of these habits and see if the results are things that you want to change. And once you see that, that's where you kind of have the power to say, wait, these are the habits that I'm going to take control of. These are the habits that I'm going to try to lessen. These are the habits that I'm going to you know, develop more. And these are the habits that I'm going to let go, try to let go at least. So at least now you know. And then one of the golden rule to produce the right changes is that you, you're supposed to have cues I guess I do this a lot, but you're supposed to have cues. Um, you're supposed to have cues when it comes to the habits you want to change. For example, if you want to sleep earlier or you want to sleep better, make sure that you have a cue. When you see that it's 11.20 at night, okay, tell yourself that it's time to cool down, put down everything, cue. Change the routine because the routine at this point, you have to change it. So when you have a cue already about the time that you want to sleep and then your previous routine, you're just going to go put on your you're going to lie down in bed, but you're still going to play the cell phone or do whatever. And then that's it. That's the routine. Now, if you really want to change it, make sure that that cue or that time that you're going to say, I'm going to go to bed, make sure that the routine about it is that, okay, let me just put my phone down and not do anything about it anymore. And provide a reward. Provide a reward after that routine. Make sure that you give yourself the praise, give yourself the the acknowledgement that, wow, you survived this day of making this habit work or stick. You survived day one. It's a, it's a cycle, you know, that works. So use the golden rule. This is the golden rule that I've researched and all, is that you kind of really, you're going to have cues on your habits. Cues are signals or signs that you are about to enter the habit zone again or enter the routine that makes that action a habit or that makes that certain thing a habit. So there are multiple cues in our lives. That's what I was telling you, that you have to know your goals and then you have to know your habits and you have to know your house, your action plans and making these habits stick. And then taking control of these habits, you have to know what you also want to change and what results you want to see. Now, when you have all those, it's time for us to understand and dig deeper, to understand our cues. This is where you kind of really have to reflect because you would have to understand what your cues are. And people who write down in journals, who really take the time to meditate, who take the time to talk to themselves, really understand these cues very well. And I I understand mine. For example, I'll give you one. 
today I was out, I've kind of I left something that I had to bring to my grandparents' house, and I was talking to my sister, and I told her, "Why don't you go get it to Lala Move?" And my dad was my dad got upset, and my sister said, "My dad got upset," and she still packed it anyway. And I was like, "You know, Dad got upset. Why are you still gonna put it?" In my head, I was screaming and I was upset because you knew it. You already knew that he's gonna get upset, and why you still do it? You know, he said no, and why still do it? You could have just told me, and then I would have done it on my own, and I would have just whatever dealt with it on my own. But instead of really getting mad at her and saying how stupid is your decision or whatever, I told her that why did you have to? You know, he was upset there, so I really changed the language because I didn't want to get into a fight and an argument anymore. And I knew that my cue there was me getting upset and me thinking that she has done something stupid or wrong. But the thing is, she wouldn't know what I felt about it and she wouldn't know my thoughts about it because I never told her. So why would I blame her for my own thoughts and my own reaction to a certain thing if she didn't know about it? So those are, you get it. I knew the cue and my usual routine would actually rock and sprack and get mad at her. But then, I didn't. So I understood the cue. I changed the routine. And then I provided the same reward. So the reward I usually give myself is like, yes, good job. I give just myself a pat on the back. It's just a cute reward. Not something like that. Um, this is, so now that you've understood, right, to how to change your habit, how to start changing your habit, now we'll, we'll start with um, how to stick to your habits. You know, start small. Build your confidence in doing little tasks and changes that you can attain first. Don't forget to celebrate your small wins. So when I talked to you about this, we started with knowing your goals, right? Knowing what you want to work on and what are your habits that you want to change. You have to start small because I've told you that you also have to know your house. So you have to start small. You take it little by little. My example for you is I've... Before I developed the habit of waking up at 7.20 in the morning, I used to wake up at 8.10 in the morning and never had a routine in the morning. I just woke up to go to work and all. And that made me feel very, very upset and sad and wasn't really helpful and demotivating to all sorts of everything. So I said, okay, let's change it up. I said, I want to wake up earlier, at least an hour earlier before work so that I can have morning coffee, I can have something else i could do something more and i was like okay let's do that so i started with changing my alarm to eight eight o'clock to seven fifty seven forty gradually building it up waking up in every minute of those until i reach seven twenty now i'm trying to wake up at seven so i'm trying to gradually also change it to seven ten to seven whatever so it's really gradual changes that i did and i celebrated every win and if you can look at my journal always say oh my i woke up a little earlier today i got up faster i got that whatever i really share how i overcame or overcome the habit that i'm trying to build on that day and i celebrate it so it's a it's a big thing that you start small if you want your habits to stick make sure you start small so that you can build your confidence and then the second thing that you have to understand when you want to make your habits stick is that identify your weakness and excuses what are the usual things that hinder you from making this habit stick? What do you usually say or do or let you get off the hook for accountability this time? Identify some excuses that you have. Some of the things that we do 
or some of the habits that we want to stick, we make excuses for. Let me talk to you about this one. The most common thing about this is, I'm going on a good diet. I'm going to go on a fitness diet. Not going to eat meat. Not going to eat too much. I'm only going to eat vegetables and whatever. It's not going to be sustainable because the habit that you're building there is just for this certain amount of time. But what I understood about eating healthy is really it is a lifestyle. It's something that you have to develop and ingrain in yourself. But my excuse has always been, it's so hard to prepare. It's so whatever. It's so expensive. It's so whatever like this. So now I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to develop a habit of eating healthier and trying to fix whatever I put for proportion in or whatever like that is that I could do and do evening oats and keep track of it and understand. So it's a hard habit to develop, but I'm going to do it. And I I understand what excuses I make. So that when I make it next time, I know that I shouldn't do it. So when you identify all those weaknesses and excuses, you also get to develop an action plan to not fall into the trap of doing this or letting it go. Now, the third thing that you do is you activate your new habits. Make sure yourself up, you set yourself up to succeed. Prepare all you need, even mentally reminding yourself of the things and habits you need to try and keep. Hype yourself up. Prepare days ahead or really push yourself past the breaking point of doing it and standing up by your word. So when you activate your new habits, what I meant here is you really have to prepare. You know, for example, if you really want to eat healthier, buy all the ingredients that you're going to need, make sure that you prepare it already, buy the materials that you're going to need. It's about providing you the options right in front of you or setting it up already for you not to forget things, for you not to feel lazy, for you not to actually let go of it so quickly. So when you set yourself up to succeed, it's easier for you to maintain the habit and enjoy the habit that you're building. And another one that I want to talk to you about when you deal with habits or making them stick is expect failure. Expect that the first few tries, the habit you're trying to keep won't stick. Your excuses will become stronger and will tell you to stop because you're failing. Keep going. You failing just means you haven't found what works for you yet and use it to your advantage. You have so many ways to make a habit stick. You have so many ways to try. Be creative about it. Give yourself some time to understand how to make your habit stick. Because it's okay. We all fall down sometimes. And I fail in making my habits stick too. But I do it anyway. I keep doing it anyway. I keep going for it anyway. Because I want it. So how much do you want it? Do you want it so bad? Because if you do, go get it. Okay. (laughs) Sorry for the accent, but yeah. (laughs) And lastly, one of my favorite parts when we talk about making a habit stick is keep track of your habits. List down the habits you're trying to keep and have a checklist of it daily so that you have a tangible record and proof of your success and failures. And it even can help you track why there were days you couldn't keep that habit. So making a habit tracker is a very important thing. Having a checklist of, okay, woke up early, ate this, ate that. Having a habit tracker is so helpful because it tells you, oh, this is the day where I failed it. Why? And if you have a note there because this is what happened, when you wrote your excuse or write your excuse, you'd understand, ah, this is me making an excuse or ah, this is me. Didn't have the energy to hold it and maintain it, but this is me. I understood why I didn't do it today, but I'm going to do it again tomorrow. So if you have those, right? If you have those in your arsenal and you really are trying to keep your habits stick, then voila, it's going to stick. 
And the way that we make our habits stick in our lives, it becomes a lifestyle and people will see it. It will transcend into the life that we live. We become kinder. We become powerful. We become awesome. And we don't really have to think about so many things anymore because you know at the end of the day when things go crazy, when things go array, you have the habits, the routine that you have to go back to and you can go back to because you've been building yourself up. You've been building yourself and your dream life and manifesting it all together. And I hope that this episode really like got you into, yes, I'm going to make my habits work. I'm going to make it stick and I'm going to change it because I deserve it. I don't want you to change for somebody else. I want you to change and become better for you because you were, you know, you're worth it. You deserve it. You deserve this best and better version of you, your favorite version of yourself. So get to know who you are. Get to know your favorite stuff about you because I'm sure there are a lot of things to be favorites about. There are a lot of things to like you about. I love you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Don't forget, this podcast is powered by Gorilla Podcast Syndicate. But whatever that is, I just want to say thank you all for being here. And I love you. I love you so much. I'm so happy that you guys listen to me. And I'm forever grateful for giving me a space and all this to be a part of. And thank you. I just really want to say thank you. You can follow me on my socials, Fresh FM Adrian on Instagram and TikTok for short videos and content. And that's all, all I could say. But send me some love if you want to. And I really appreciate you. Be safe. Spread some light. Radiate happiness. Do whatever you want. Be yourself. I love you. And let's get sticking to these habits. Goodbye. This is Love, Growth, and Freedom. Love, Growth, and Freedom with Adrian Duarte. Goodbye. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com.